All right, let's start the show. As Metro's working with great approaches, I shall create the illest podcaster known to mankind. Hold on, we're going to pull that back up. As Metro's working with great approaches, I shall create the illest podcaster known to mankind. What's going on, man? How you been? Let's start the podcast. How about Pop Be Live before the Catch a Podcast? Howard Stern. Let's the Mighty Sports Podcast. Stephen A. Smith. Joe Rogan. Dave Chappelle. Why Dave Chappelle? Because he's a funny motherfucker. Jay-Z. Jay-Z? Because he has money. You fucking dickhead. Oh, I'm sorry, master. Oh, I'm very sorry. The heart of India. The strength of a black man. And the pride of a Spaniard. I present to you my teeth. It's alive. He's walking, master. He's walking. My teeth. Sports. One second. Let me get the. Let, let me get this intro off real quick. Go. And welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Donald Dolmar Taylor. Yo, it is another beautiful day in the hottest city in the world. Woo! We're talking. It's September 21st. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think we got highs of 86, lows of 76. It's currently 79 degrees, and if I'm looking correctly, it's about a 60% chance of rain. We got a bunch of storms coming through. Just like how we, yo, yo, you know how we're going to start the show today. Actually, I'm going to have to take a quick pause. I'm going to have to take a quick pause for you guys. I have to say, on first things first, rest in peace. Rest in peace to Supreme Court Judge Ruth Hey, let Wrong one.
for that quick moment of silence. Once again, rest in peace to Supreme Court Judge Ruth Bader. She died at the age of 87. Um, I'm sorry, that's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I just let you know her full name. She died at the age of 87. I saw you, Alex. I saw you. You caught me at the beginning of the show. You caught me right at the beginning of the show. A lot goes on. I'm a, I'm a, we gonna get, we gonna come back. We gonna come back to you. Um, um, um. If you don't know, if you don't know who Ruth Bader, um, who Ruth, um, Bader. <laughs> I like a la I like a little middle name. I like a last name a little bit more. But Ruth Ruth Ginsburg, right? Um, she's she's a women's rights champion. Um, she she spent basically her whole entire, her whole entire um, I want to say time um in office, right? Fighting for gender equality, women's equality. As you guys know, big up, big up, big up, big up. Um, she's also from Brooklyn as well. Big up, big up. Right, and for the most part, for most women, she should be. Was like a, a rock star for almost women of all ages because, like I said, she's been fighting for almost everything women rights when it when it comes to equality in the military, equality in the workplace, voting everything. Like she has been that person for you guys. So yes, we want to take that quick moment and say rest in peace to to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But let's go ahead. I'm, I'm, we gonna have to switch that vibe up just a little bit. And we have to come back into full-blown party mode. Alex, I saw you. We'll get... Listen, we're going to catch you next. I'm going to have to get you on the show. Listen, we're going to have to catch you on the show on one time at noon for real, for real. But can I get something to ride out to? Can I get something to ride out to for just a little bit? Nah. I don't want that one. I'm telling you right now, I don't want that one. <laughs> I don't want that one at all. What I do want, though, I want I want that exciting one. I want that one that that that, that makes you jump out of your feet for Mondays. I, I need I need that one. You know the one I need. You know the one because it's Monday. Not only is it Monday. Not only is it Monday, but yo, the weekend has passed. We've had a whole bunch of. I don't want to curse right now, but we've got a whole bunch of ish that has popped up. Over the weekend, I'm talking about. Listen, unfortunately, we already got to the passing of 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 Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but we've had, well, so it's Monday, so you already know that we're gonna talk about the AFC list as well. Oh yeah, there we go. That's the music I want. We got some bubble ball coming for you. Okay, okay, okay. So let's go ahead and make that transition the way that you need to, the way that you want it, the way that you flown it, and the way that I taught it. I don't know, Ruth Brooklyn Zoo. I'm gonna be in my bag this morning. We are gonna see how things turn out, right? A F. See, least time. I know, I know this isn't really the kind of music. <laughs> I know that this isn't the kind of music that you normally would like if you were listening, if you was worrying about the AFC list. But listen, it's Monday morning. You guys already know where I'm from, right? You guys already know where I'm from. You guys already know where I'm located. So I have to, I have to start off the week. I know. This may rub you guys the wrong way just a little bit. But I have to start off the week talking about what's going on in the AFC League. I have to go from New York down to Miami and bring it back again because it's just the way things are. And let's go ahead and start off with the JETS suck, suck, suck. I know, I know you're like, yo, why, why are you, why, 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 listen, we're talking about loss here, right? I started out the show talking about loss, and unfortunately, we're going to continue the show talking about loss, because almost every single team in the AFC least lost, except for one, 
And that's because two of them were going up against each other. But the New York team lost. The Miami team lost. But also, the New England team lost. We're going to get into all of those games in just a bit. But, and, and, and it's a big but. We're talking about like, like, like the Jets got a big old butt, oh yeah, kind of butt. Like this is the kind of butt that that. <laughs> this is the kind of butt that you're like. You know what? I'm I'm going to sleep. I'm not eating this tonight. Like this this is this is that kind of. This is that kind of butt. Like this is the kind of. This is the kind of butt. That makes you cheat on your spouse. <laughs> That's that kind of butt. And that's what we're actually going through. What's going on? That's actually what we're going through right now with the AFC lease. Because, once again, first off, we talk, we start off with the San Francisco 49ers taking on the New York Giants. And, and I'm hearing what's going on with the New York Jets. I'm, I'm hearing. I'm no longer a Jets fan. Let's let you guys know. No, no more Jets paraphernalia anyway. I've left the Jets. But I didn't leave the Jets to go through what I'm going through with the Giants. Like, just to get you guys... <laughs> to stay in the city and in the heart of New York, but I didn't leave the Jets to now, what's going on, KJ, I see you, to, to go on what's going on with the Giants, if you want, oh, are you, are you trying to call up, let me make sure anybody's trying to call up, okay, <laughs> because, listen, the Jets are bad, the Giants are bad, but they're both just frustrated, the San Francisco 49ers, the San Francisco 49ers, San Francisco 49ers came in there without their starting tight end, they came in there with a, if I'm not mistaken, Jimmy Garoppolo had an injury, there was a wide receiver that was injured, and you understand, there were three key players that were injured, oh, we're going to talk about that, we're going to talk about that, and in Jets fashion, in Jets fashion, like, like we're talking like the first drive of the game, you can see it's over, it's all, like, 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 you understand, like, like, I understand that this isn't Kenny's sport, but Kenny should have been calling this game. Kenny the Jets should have been calling this game. And after that first drive, he should have came out and just get... It's over, ladies and gentlemen. It's over. Third and 31. You understand? There's not too many people that you that can get a first down on third and 31. One of them happens to be the very talented Patrick Mahomes. We're going to talk about... <laughs> We're going to talk about that. A little bit later in this show. Yeah, we're going to get to Patrick Mahomes a little bit later. You understand? When it's 3rd and 30, or 3rd and 31, the opposing team should not be getting a first down. But I guess if a quarterback can pick up 31 yards, if you're a Jet, you just have to give up 55 yards. <laughs> when you get 30. I'm glad I'm not a Jets fan. But I'm not going to lie to you. It still doesn't mean like the New Yorker in me still doesn't look at them like, what the fuck are you doing, B? Like, there's, there's still, I still got a New York pride about me. It's like when I, was a, when, I was a, when I was a Jets fan, I still followed the Giants. And I was thinking like, what the fuck are the Giants doing? Like, like the Giants, you still want to look real real nickish, right? You still want to do some real Jetsy and stuff, you know? They're supposed to be better than that. But the Jets ain't better than that. Jetsy, like, obviously already, they don't have their starting running back. He's already blown out his knee. And, and, and when we go on the show Wednesday, we have a whole entire list of injuries that we are going to go through. Because, listen, the, like the, the only theme, there was two themes of, 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 of Sunday's, of Sunday. It was touchdowns and injuries. Like, that's, that's all, that's all, 
That's all Sunday was about. Touchdowns and injuries. But we ain't going to talk about them injuries until the Wednesday night, uh, until the three-hour show on Wednesday night because it's going to take us that whole entire time just to get through the injuries. I'm going to need a whole hour just to talk about the injuries that happened. That's how many injuries on. Right now in the background, I'm actually catching the Lakers versus the Denver game because my ass did not get a chance to see this game, which actually has something to say because you know what? I don't know. This, okay, you know what? This may be a LeBron thing. Because when it was Denver Clippers and, and and NFL football was on, I definitely made sure I caught the basketball game. But now it was but now it was Lakers in Denver, and I'm like, I don't care about this. This is gonna be a wash. This game is going on in five. Lakers making it to the champ, making it to the to the championship just to play the Heat and lose. Every time I say that, it makes me throw up in my mouth a little bit. Just the way, this is about the same exact way that watching the New York Jets kind of makes me feel. Watching the New York, and, and not for nothing, you watch, you watch the New York Jets game, or you watch that game because you, you kind of curious about San Francisco. You want to you wanna see if, like, you want to you wanna see if, if Richard Sherman is, 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 is going to talk about any sorry receivers. Like, like you're more worried about the characters of the game. Like, I have, one, I have one question for Jets fans. I have one question for Jets fans. Do you want Rex Ryan back yet? Do you want sexy Rexy back yet? Because this Jets team did not play as... Okay, I understand not thinking you're going to win, but playing with no effort the whole entire game from beginning to jump. Like, you understand, like, at least with Rex Ryan, right? At least with Rex Ryan, the teams came out fired up. And then very quickly you saw that, oh, okay, they were even being out-coached, out-talented, out-schemed, out-something, right? You can't judge, well, I can't say you can't judge to see if this team has been out-coached because every single week you see that they're out-coached. We saw that this team was out-coached last year when their starting quarterback went down and they couldn't even gain yards. Now with their starting quarterback in here, the Junior Jets haven't broken 200 fucking yards yet. I'm so glad I'm not a Jets fan. But that don't mean I don't feel your pain. That does not mean that I do not feel your pain. But I'm sorry. I cannot sit here and hold your hand, Jets fans, as you take bad losses after bad losses after bad losses. Now, everybody in the whole entire world expected you to, um, to lose against the San Francisco 49ers. Listen, the automated pick of 3,000 had you losing. My nine-year-old niece who don't know shit about football had you losing. <laughs> you understand? And that's only because she knows one thing and one thing for sure about the, about the New York Jets. They suck. And also, the San Francisco 49ers is a daddy's team. Right? Lost that game 31 to 13. To be honest with you, the game wasn't that close. And to say that a 31 to 13 game is wasn't as close as it looked as it sounds, the game was not that close. I mean, once again, um, there was another garbage time touchdown. You saw Sam Donald look good. Um, only as as the game was over, I don't understand how somebody's considered a um a quarterback whisper. Like, listen, maybe, 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 maybe it's us. Maybe it's us. Maybe we have a different definition of quarterback whisper. Maybe quarterback whisper really just means somebody who whispers to the quarterback. Maybe he's just the guy that deals with the quarterback. Doesn't help the quarterback get better. Doesn't help him get worse. Doesn't help the offense do anything better. He's just really somebody that sits down and talks with the quarterback 
all day long. Maybe that's what he is. Quarterback whisperer. He just sits there and whispers sweet nothings in his ear because I don't know what else the gaze is doing on this team. Like, somebody, somebody got to tell me something. Why... Why is the gays still in charge of the team? Why is the gays still coaching this team? Why is the gays still calling plays for this team? Why is Adam Gaze still doing anything for the New York Jets? He hasn't proven nothing. And it, the only thing he has proven to me once again is that picking up Miami's trash is always a bad idea. It don't matter if you're a Jet. It don't matter if you're a it don't matter if you're a giant. It don't matter if you're a Bill. It don't matter if you're a Nick. It don't matter if you're a Net. It don't matter if you're a Yankee. It don't matter if you're a Met. Picking up Miami's trash is always a bad idea. They don't work in New York. They don't function up north. Shit is too real for them up there. They can't handle that blistering cold. Gotta get rid of the gays. And then you got to figure out who the hell you're going to hire as a head coach. That's actually going to get development out of your quarterback. Because you keep this up, Jets. And very quickly, you're going to find yourself at the top of this next year's draft. Hopefully the gaze is gone by then. And we, we hinted towards this last week in the show. If the Jets get that number one pick, what's to stop this regime from not moving on from Sam Donald? But just like there needs to be moving on from Sam Donald, we're going to move on from this game, right? Because San Francisco 49ers did what San Francisco 49ers was, was supposed to do. And that was, and that was embarrass the New York Jets, right? Like, that, that's what's supposed to happen. But also, as, as you know, as we travel down, I've traveled down I-95 South. Yes, folks, as you know, we are traveling down that I-95 South. We're gonna take a strip, we're gonna take a stop down in Miami now. And as I'm sitting there watching the red zone game on one TV and watching the Jets game on another TV, I start to realize I am not getting the local television. I'm not seeing any plays from the local the local game. I am not seeing anything. No highlights, no plays, no 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 red zones. And I'm like, yo. I guess nothing's going on in Miami. I guess there's no scores coming up. I guess I guess there's nobody put it like moving that ball. But then I start getting I start I look at the fantasy though. Right? I look at the fantasy. And I start seeing buzzes. I don't got none of those players. But you know what I mean? Those scoring alerts. And I'm seeing that, yo, there's numbers going up. Ryan Fitzpatrick is doing his Fitz magic. Tua got a tongue twist. It's like, yo, you ready to step down yet? We see scores being put up, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? What ended up happening was that the city of Miami, as I told you, 60% chance of rain right now, but 
<laughs> they were having the same, like, the kind of the gloom that I'm seeing right now. They were having the same issue around the same time yesterday. Up to, up to the fact that, listen, not only were cloud coverage, there was lightning, there was lightning, it was raining in the area. There was even, um, even the, the, the weather got so bad that there was actually a weather delay for this game. So what ended up happening is that for about the first half, for about the first half of the first half, right? So basically the first quarter, I guess you could say, what I'm trying to say. For the first quarter, there was basically no footage coming out of Miami. Like everybody, like the local teams were getting it, like or, or the local broadcasters getting it. Like and we can see it here, but it wasn't get the feed wasn't pushing out anywhere else except for local. So the national broadcast, but uh, you know, for anybody trying to catch the national, you know, trying to catch it as a national broadcast, they weren't catching it, and that actually included the red zone. But when they did, My <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know where this is going. You know where this is going. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. You know where this is going. <laughs> but what they did do, but when they did, oh, I should say, when they did come about, it didn't start off looking pretty. It didn't, it didn't start off looking pretty, but this actually ended up being a game. This actually ended up being a lot closer game than a lot of people thought, right? My, um, this, by the end of the first, this, um, this game was actually tied 7-7. The Dolphins were put up, not the Dolphins, but the Bills would end up pulling out um, to, I think, like a three-point lead by the end of the half. A seven-point lead end of the half, actually, it looks like. So I told you, I'm trying to remember this by heart. Right, from the little bit that I remember seeing. They will hold on to the lead for the most part. And then things would get tight at the end. But ultimately, yeah, this is Buffalo 31-28 over Miami. The Do Miami Dolphins um, finish, um, has now started their season 0-2. The Buffalo Bills have improved to 2-0. As of right now, the narrative that they have had for both teams is, starting to hold, is, is continuing to hold up. Oh, man. Oh, man. And then let's start here, right? Because... I told you there's a whole bunch of injuries to go through. And I'm gonna probably and I'm gonna try to remember remember to mention at least some of them as we pass by. But this is I I don't I don't wish this on him, right? And I know this is gonna come off bad a little. I, I shouldn't say it's gonna come off bad, but this ain't gonna come off in the best of ways. But actually, no, this isn't even that game. He ain't even your player. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I actually get a chance to talk about him a little bit later on. <clears throat> I actually get a chance to talk about him a little bit later on. Josh Allen um, looking spectacular again over 400 yards. Four touchdowns, no interceptions. This time he didn't have to lead his team in rushing. What's going on? What's going on, nephew? Only put it up 18 yards, but I'm 18 yards. Listen, any, any yard you get from your quarterback, or the fact that your quarterback... And any quarterback that happens to be a dual threat out there is just always one of, is just always helps your team win. You notice that a lot of the dual threat quarter um, all a lot of the teams with dual threat quarterbacks are winning. Green Bay, New England, uh, Buffalo, Arizona, Seattle, like the teams with the dual threat quarter, and obviously Baltimore and Kansas City. If you have to worry about that person's legs, it just kinds of adds to the stress of the defense. And eventually, that's what would happen here. Like, they would eventually just break. 
Miami Dolphins lose this game 28-31. Buffalo Bills improved to 2-0. And this is kind of what we saw the Buffalo Bills at. That they should be one of the leaders in the division, if not top of the division, fighting for fighting for that position with New England. But also that Miami may be one of the worst maybe may, may in the bottom of, of our conference as well. Obviously not a division as well. Obviously not, not worse than the New York Jets. And I keep saying our division, no longer my division. But obviously not as bad as the New York Jets, right? But they still figured that the Miami Dolphins are going to be pretty bad. And I wonder how long, because once you start off 0-2, they talk about, and the numbers say that your percentage, your percentage of making the playoffs it be, um, is extremely low. So I, how many more losses is the Miami Dolphins going to take before we see Tua got a tongue twister? Buffalo Bills actually happen to be what's going on to you. Buffalo Bills actually happen to be doing it right about right now. Is that they finally identified their young their young their young quarterback, and after they identified their young quarterback, they kind of saw what um what he can do, and once seeing what he can do, they went out and they started getting pieces to kind of help complement him. And listen, and no, there's no better compliment <laughs> to Josh Allen right now than Stephon Diggs, who had eight receptions on 13 targets, 153 yards, and one touchdown. John Brown also added 82 yards on four receptions and a touchdown. And all of their touchdowns would actually come from the arm of Josh Allen. There were no rushing touchdowns for the Buffalo Bills in this game. Um, he would, um, there'll be a six-yard pass he will find with Gabriel Davis, and also a, also a little chippy arm over to Reggie Gilliam. But. While, we t while that game happened, right, or that game finished up, there was actually the game that we actually wanted to see. There was actually the game that we actually wanted to talk about because this was one of the games that we had listed as our My T Games of the Week. Can I, get, can I get a little reggae action for that one? That's on that chatboard engine, right? That was one of them. And this game didn't disappoint. This game didn't disappoint. As we see the new New England Patriots um, centered behind Cam Newton. His legs, his run, his ability. Never heard. <laughs> Never heard. What's going on now? Never heard Bill Belichick talk this good about a quarterback ever. Right? I shouldn't say this good about a quarterback ever. Right? At least no quarterback that he's ever coached. Because honestly, there's only one other quarterback that I've ever heard him talk this glowingly about. Other than Cam Newton, that is. And that is actually Russell Wilson. Believe it or not. The only other quarterback I've ever heard him talk about as much as much as he as much as Russell Wilson as more than he's talking about his current quarterback is Russell Wilson and it's, and it's weird right because I don't remember I don't remember Bill Belichick talking this well about Cam Newton in the previous years I do remember him talking this well about Russell Wilson though but now that now that he's had Cam Newton you hear the way that he talks about Russell about Cam Newton and you're like yo I haven't heard of him the only other quarterback he's ever talked about like this it's Russell Wilson. He didn't even talk about Tom Brady like this. 
And man, this was every bit of the game that you hoped it would be. This was every bit of the shootout that you thought it was going to be. And this ended with the results that you, I think, I want to say that you hoped that it would as well. Now, okay, let's, let's, let's go back. In the San Francisco and the New Jersey, and the, and the, and the New Jersey game, <laughs> right? Um, we all picked... We all picked them. We all picked the New York Giants, the New York Jets to lose that game. The automated pick of 3,000 picked it. I told you my niece picked it, and I picked it. My co-host picked it. For the Buffalo-Miami game, that's where we saw a little bit of split. And I'm only saying that because I have not located it on my paper yet. We saw a little bit of split. I picked, up, I picked Buffalo. My co-host picked Buffalo. My niece was smart enough to pick Buffalo. The automated pick of 3,000, though, actually thought Miami could win this game. They must have thought Ryan Fitzpatrick was doing Ryan Fitzpatrick things. Unfortunately, you didn't get the full Fitz magic experience. But it's getting there. It's getting there. Trust me. What's happened is that Fitz magic is still looking decent, right? 328 yards, two touchdowns. You understand? Like they got, they got, a, they got a nice little running touchdown in there by Jordan Howard. They found Devontae Parker for one. You know, you know what I mean? Like Mike, Mike Jaskeski goes off for 130 yards. Like so, Ryan Fitzpatrick, for as of right now, he's holding on to his job. Let him do his Fitz magic thing. Let him do his Fitz magic thing, and that's when two because remember they're losing right now. So right now Ryan Fitzpatrick is putting up good numbers in a loss. Let them put in Tua. Or let, or let him look bad in a loss. They're going to put in Tua. And then the Miami Dolphins are going to fall into the category of having a dual threat quarterback. And I just told you. And I just told you what dual threat quarterbacks are currently doing in this league. Now, the only thing, the only thing positive. Oh, I'm not a Jets fan anymore. So I, I, you know what? I'm not a Jets fan anymore. I could talk. Actually, no, I still can't talk good about Miami Dolphins team. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't do it, baby. <laughs> I just can't do it. Can't wait until Tua got a tongue twister gets the first hit on him. Uh, 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 until he plays and, and and listen, if 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 the Miami Dolphins are smart, you wait until week eight. That way, he can't get injured before the end of the season because he's gonna get injured after eight games, uh, unless he's getting away from people like Kyler Murray and Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson. I guess just to say more than anything else, that he's not doing it. B. He's not gonna. I'm sorry. You could say you could call it my hatred for the Miami Dolphins. It's cool. I can take that. I can take that. My man's in my world, right? I, I'm, I take responsibility for the shit that I do. But I don't see Tua got a tongue twister being successful. But also, I don't say the same thing about Kyler Murray. But also, I felt this way about Tua got a tongue twister since he's been in college, though. So this is one of those perfect storm things to me, right? 
where like I hated LeBron James and he came down to the Miami Heat. I had I, I was able to hate LeBron James and the Miami Heat all in one good breath without wasting extra energy. This is like kind of Tua got a tongue twister and the Miami Dolphins. Like I don't really see what it is about about Tua got a tongue twister. I don't feel like he's gonna hold up into this league to get past his first contract. And. And the only reason why I'm happy about that is because he went to the Miami Dolphins. And that means that that's going to set the Miami Dolphins back a couple of years because they're going to invest in the tour. I got a tongue twister. And he won't be able to stay healthy for them. And they're going to waste five years on this guy. And it's cool with me. They're going to waste, they're going to waste five years on this guy and he's not going to pan out to be the guy. And they're going to have to start all over again. It's cool. I'm happy for that. Because the worse the Miami Dolphins do, that means the cheaper the tickets are. And the cheaper the tickets are, that means the more it benefits... Listen, I like to watch football too. But the more it benefits my friends that like to buy season tickets. Because that means it'll be cheaper for them. That means they'll have no problem giving away free tickets when, deep, when, when certain people come around town. And we're going to work from there. <coughs> that's not Corona. That's Nate Dog School of Medicine. Smoke weed every day. So, New England and Seattle. Like I said, absolutely lived up to the hype. Um, Russell Wilson just just did his Russell Wilson um, things. Mo um, moved the ball through the air. And they were talking about his numbers and, and his passing completion. But here he goes again. 21, 21 for 28. That's that's only seven misses. Like, that's that's 75%. That's a 75% completion per uh, percentage, in case you guys don't know. 75% of his, of his passes. The week before... Um, in the two prior weeks before that, I think he had missed a total of five passes in the, in the first question. Wait, this is week two. So wait, last week he he missed less than he missed less than he he missed less than five passes as well. And I, and I want and when I say less than five passes, I mean like way less than five passes. Like like if I'm not mistaken, like he like went off went off like. Uh, <laughs> But, like, I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to backtrack as I, as I talk this out to you guys and, and try to explain to you of how well he has been looking over these last couple of weeks because they keep talking about how the fact that he hasn't gotten, uh, MVP vote since he's been in the league. And I was like, what, not one? Like, not one. He was 31 for 35 last week. All right, so that's four passes he missed. This time he missed seven, but that's still 75% of his passes that he's completed. That's, and thank God for DK Metcalf. That's, 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 four, that's, that's six targets DK Metcalf, that's four receptions. God damn that. Listen, <laughs> Russell, look, like, I told you that he missed seven passes, but he also threw five touchdowns. Let me, let me, let me make, make that clear, right? And, and one interception. And from what they made it sound like, like these balls are hitting players. Hand is one interception. Like, like he isn't mistiming a lot of plays. There was one play that he had to DK Metcalf, right? On, on the touchdown that was like, and, and, and it may have been the longest play that DK Metcalf had to make up the majority of the 92 yards that he had last night. But he had this bomb where he threw it. And he lobs it all the way in the air. And it comes down into the bread basket of DK Metcalf. Like, right into the bread basket. He catches that ball. And they and they, and they always talk, and the reason I'm talking about DK Metcalf, because it looks like he's, he has solidified himself, or he may be solidified himself as the number one receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. 
And even though he's not getting the number one targets, he's doing the most with his targets. Now, second round is Tyler Lockett. Eight targets on seven receptions. 67 yards. Touchdown for him, though. David Moore, touchdown for him. Christian Carson, touchdown for him. Freddie Swan, touchdown for him. Those are your five top receivers for <laughs> in yardage, that is. I'm for the Seattle Seahawks, and they all got touchdowns. Freddie Swan, one, one reception, 21 yards, touchdown. Chris Carson, three receptions on three targets, that is 36 yards, touchdown. Three for three, David Moore, 48 yards, touchdown. Tyler Luckett, seven for eight, 67 yards, touchdown. DK Mackay, four for six, 92 yards, touchdown. He missed Greg Olson, though. <laughs> I don't even know if Greg Olson is out there even trying to catch balls anymore, if he's there as a decoy. Or as a really good blocker, as a good locker room guy. But, we have to start putting some, some, some better respect. Like, I'm not going to say that Russell Wilson doesn't have any respect on his name. We got to start putting a whole lot more respect in Russell Wilson's name that we're currently putting on it. Because ain't too many players doing what he's doing. Like, granted, he ain't getting no Super Bowl rings. And if he had that second Super Bowl ring, if they had handed that bowl off to Marshawn Lynch like they were supposed to, I think that he gets more Hall of Fame. I, I, I think over these last years, he would have gotten more Hall of Fame votes. But if he don't start getting some after this year, especially... Granted, it's two games in. Two games in. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm super future projecting that he's going to continue this pace where he's only missing seven passes a game. At his worst, you're going to see a game where he misses 10, if that's the case. Where he would have passed 30 times that game. Which means that he still would have finished that game with a 66 passer percentage. No, I'm not saying. No numbers. Right? But if, if he continues on this pace, there's going to be no way you don't give him up. But, but see, and, and the thing about it, though, this kind of makes me weary that they already started off with this narrative because that means the narrative is there. The narrative is there, which means that I have a feeling that he's probably going to get MVP this season as long as he keeps up the space because the narrative has already begun. Russell Wilson, one of the greatest in the game, not getting any MVP votes before this year. And he's one of the best quarterbacks to do it. And when he came out this in this offseason and called himself Mr. Unlimited, we thought this nigga was joking. Like we thought it was like, yo, like Sierra's got it into your head. Like she's trying to get you to get like like like, like to get in touch with the people through social media or whatever. But he keeps playing like this. We gonna start calling him <laughs> Mr. Unlimited Russell Westbrook. We're going to allow him to name himself because we ain't found a good name for him quite yet, but all he has done is win. You think, like, we quit. I, I feel like because he's the fourth round pick that we don't give him his hype, but we give it to the hype of Tom Brady, who's the sixth round pick, for what he has done consistently from taking the job. And remember, Tom Brady didn't take the job from anybody. Tom, J Tom Brady was handed that job due, due to an injury. An injury prone Drew Bledsoe. They drafted Russell Wilson and still picked up another quarterback that year as a backup. Russell Wilson was the third string quarterback as a rookie that year and took and took that starting job. And then finally made it to the playoffs with a 79 record. Then would eventually win a win a championship. Then will make it to another one only to lose it on the one yard line. Because his coach got cute. No, you're on the CC. 
But there was nothing cute about what happened last night. Last night was a thir was a thirty-five to thirty win for the Seattle for the Seattle Seals over the New England Patriots. As we said, that he had five touchdowns and one and, and only one interception, two hundred eighty-eight yards. Put up thirty-nine yards um, on the ground as well. I said no running touchdowns whatsoever, which is kind of weird for Seattle, a team that is actually kind of have had an identity of being a running team. But now we're, we're very clearly seeing that this team may be a passing team now as it shifts over to relying on the arm of their quarterback. They're very well-capable quarterback. So while Russell Wilson's 39 yards didn't lead his team in rushing, if, if he was rushing for the New England Patriots, that definitely would have led his team in, in rushing. You've seen Cam Newton run 11 times, 47 yards, led his team in rushing. Cam Newton, 30 passes, or 30 completions, 44 passes, 397 yards, one touchdown. One interception, but he had two he had two rushing touchdowns, which is gonna happen. When that ball gets close and they get into the red zone, anticipate Cam Newton running in there, which is why he's he's gonna have to start being my my my, my starting quarterback in, in in fantasy. Because listen, I know I got Aaron Rodgers, but those rushing those rushing touchdowns from Cam Newton be the um be the difference maker. And as we talk about difference makers, as we talk about difference makers, there is no bigger difference maker. We're leaving the AFC lease now, by the way. We've officially left the AFC lease and we're just talking football. There's no bigger difference maker in the whole entire league bigger than our boy back here, Mr. MVP. <laughs> I'm sorry, as they like to call him, Mr. Future Hall of Famer, Patrick Mahomes. Like, good God, man, good God. Good God, man. This game was weird, right? So, Because this game started off with an injury. This game, <laughs> this game starts off with an injury to Tyrod Taylor. Minutes before they minutes before this game is played, the Chargers, LA Chargers, they announced that Tyrod Taylor would not be starting this game due to like a rib injury or abdominal injury or something like that. So they have the ball in their rookie quarterback, Justin Herbert. And Justin Herbert didn't suck. Justin Herbert had his team winning. Going all the way to the third quarter. And then Patrick Mahomes and his Hall of Fame dust will start to sprinkle and shine. <coughs> And he would start the comeback of comebacks of comebacks. And before we get to the first play of the third quarter, can we just talk about what happened with Sammy Watkins? And that's who I was alluding to earlier when I was actually talking about Buffalo. But he was Buffalo's problem last year, a couple years ago. But now, between, not between, 
But now he's Kansas City's problem. And what his problem has been has always been his health. And that showed up again. That showed up again this game. Where Sammy Watkins, the thing about Sammy Watkins, I feel like Sammy Watkins like needs to be drafted as as like the fourth as your fourth wide receiver in in fantasy. But you're able to play him in the two or three spot, right? In the two or flex position until he gets injured. Because you know he's gonna get injured. Will Fuller, same thing. Until he I, I you gotta play him until you know he gets injured, and then once he gets Okay. I know I'm making facts here. I'm, you know, I'm preaching over here. They can't stop. <laughs> until then, like you, you, you play him until he gets injured, and after, and then after that, you have to replace him. So hopefully, you got a really good number one or number two or number three, right? Because or, or a good backup for him. Because you're gonna get him. He's gonna do really good things, but you got to sit him down half. But you're gonna lose him halfway through the season. Already, the Kansas City Chiefs are losing Sammy Watkins. And the thing about it, is, I, I, I think he may be concussed, and I, and I hope he's not concussed. I didn't get to see his, what his injury was, right? Because <clears throat> I'm just remembering about it, and I, I remember about it during the podcast. And I forgot to write it down beforehand. I have a, I have a list. I literally have a list. So I told you I couldn't get through that list on on this show because I, I literally would take up way too much of the shows. We only have like 15 minutes left. We ain't we ain't play one commercial. We ain't do nothing for a break. We just been yapping. I was straight. I don't know how I do it sometimes, but it happens. So the Kansas City Chiefs <clears throat> will take on the LA Chargers. And yeah, the LA Chargers would would they would, they would make this a game. Justin Herbert, 33 attempts, 22 completions, 311 yards. Yeah, Mike T, one touchdown and one interception. You see her <laughs> I seen we seen Herbert scramble for a touchdown. And really scramble. Scramble for a touchdown. You saw the lane open up. Ju- um, went in there, juked right a little bit, juked left a little bit. Or, I'm sorry, juked left a bit, juked right a little bit. Cut back inside and got and got him for it and got him for a touchdown. For the most part, this was a really good game. <clears throat> this was a really good game, grant given the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs was playing. I mean, the LA Chargers were playing their rookie quarterback, but the Hall of Famer would show up in the third quarter. And in four plays going into the second half, or going to the third quarter, fourth quarter, I mean, beginning of the fourth quarter, I think that's when it was. Let's take a quick look. Yeah, going into the fourth quarter. There's no touchdowns in the third. They would get a bomb out to Tyreek Hill. And Tyreek Hill will get it and take it to the house. And <clears throat> take it to the house in a similar fashion that DK Metcalf did. <laughs> I think it should talk about. Because, oh my God, I got sidetracked. Listen, they, they talk about Tyreek Hill and, and his speed. I don't know how fast DK Metcalf is, but for his size, they talk about his speed. And when they talk about strength, listen, Tyreek Hill has to have some strength for his size. But so does DK Metcalf. And DK Metcalf... Like Tyreek Hill on his touchdown, had to not only had to break, not only had to get past the defender, but DK Metcalf had had the defender literally on, draped all over him and just bleh, muscled through him to get that touchdown. Tyreek Hill, same thing, exciting play, beginning of the fourth, and all of a sudden we're talking about a tied game. 
all of a sudden, we are talking about a tied game. And this game is going back and forth, people. We're talking about back and forth, back and forth, as much back and forth as you could, we could talk about, where just to tie it, was it the tie or to the win it? I can't remember if it was for the tie or was for the win. It's how tired I was. I was, I was on one yesterday. Man, yesterday was a blur. It took four attempts, four field goal attempts. There was a penalty that pushed them back five yards. Then there was a timeout. What was the fourth one? And the third one. I could have swore it took four kicks. There was a penalty on Kansas City. There was a timeout by the opposing team to freeze the kicker. So he kicked... Wait. Okay, so he kicked it once. There was a penalty. <clears throat> he kicked it twice. <clears throat> there was a timeout. So he kicked it once. There was a penalty. So he had to kick it again. So then he kicked it twice. And they called the timeout. So he had to kick it again. And then they... Yeah. No, so, okay. So it was three kicks. I could have sworn it was four. I could have sworn it was four. But I guess it was three. But took him three kicks just, just to win that sucker. Just to win it. And I think it was like a 58-yard. Even the winner to the top. Just, just to go into overtime. And I'm saying for the winner to the top because this game went into overtime. There had to be one on the leg of Kansas City. Listen, this game was not easy. This game was not easy. But ultimately, 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 Patrick Mahomes will come out with the win. 27 for 47, 302 yards, two touchdowns. And he led his team as rushing. Even while Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was there with 10 attempts, only, only 38 yards. Patrick Mahomes, 6 10, 54 yards. No rushing touchdowns in this game. I told you about the t touchdown by Tyreek Hill. Travis Kelsey also had a touchdown. He's had nine, has he had nine receptions for 90 yards? This game didn't suck. This game actually held up. This game, this game really, 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 really held up. Now, what didn't hold up? What did not hold up, unfortunately, was the WNBA game. And that's the WNBA playoff game, um, for those that don't know. It was a game between the Seattle Storm and the Minnesota Lynx. Yes. So their game, their playoff series is currently being postponed after there was an inconclusive COVID testing from one of the Seattle players. So as of right now, there will be no more. Um, elite, actually, there's not gonna be anymore. But Seattle and, and and Minnesota's their series, as they're getting ready to start Game One, their series is gonna be postponed until further notice. And that's and that's what we're running through right now with COVID. Like, that's kind of what we're running through right now with COVID. Is that sometimes we don't quite we don't quite know what's gonna happen in this bubble. Um, for the most part, we we've, we've we've seen. Everybody stayed positive, um, as as far as we can tell, right there. There's been no, there's been no additional outbreaks, and, and everything has, and for for the isolation that these leagues have done, it has come in, it has come out to show that it's been successful. It can work, and, and you can have pretty much some remnants of a season going on like this. Now we see football pushing the next envelope by now also allowing fans to start coming in and watching as well.
And I think that for most, for the most part, you're hearing that some of uh, the only and I think places are functioning like maybe like at 10% capacity, but 10% is different for certain places. 10% for some places only means like 2,000 stands. 10% for Dallas Cowboys means 10,000 fans. 10,000 fans is, 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 is an arena depending on, not obviously in the NFL, but an arena depending on where you want to go. Actually, 10,000 fans is, is probably how they would like arenas to go to make sure that you could actually fill it. But this is Dallas. So that you could actually fill it and then, fill, and then do the rest virtually and then move on. This is just, this is just me kicking out the ideas of, what's, of what may be to come in the virtual world. We got like seven minutes left in the podcast and we didn't even get on to what's going on, fully was getting on to basketball. As we talked about the WNBA, there's also, there's also the NBA playoffs going on right now. And we have what, what just passed was game three for Miami versus Boston. Right, I think we talked about game two um, when we were still on the air. Now, and, yeah, we definitely talked about game two while we were still on the air last week. Game three happened over the weekend, and game three wasn't so kind to the Miami Heat. It wasn't so kind to Miami Heat, and you can hear the frustration coming from Jimmy Butler. I, I, I shouldn't say the frustration coming from Jimmy Butler, but Jimmy Butler being asked a question. Exactly. Bill, Jimmy Butler being asked a question and just, and just answering it truthfully. And truthfully, what he said is that coming, coming from behind every game sucks. Right, it's getting tiring, uh, or or it's getting old. I guess was the, were the words, right? I, I don't want to say like they were getting they were getting tired or or they were run out of steam, but it's getting old. Is what he said, and that's because oh, this time, geez. when Boston had that lead over Miami, Boston did not give it up. When um, no matter how many times that Miami kept on chipping away at that lead and chipping away at that lead and coming and making it a close game. They just would not give up that lead this time. Boston took the lead early, and they finished with that lead. The Boston Celtics would go ahead now and make this a series because they said it's get actually. What's what's the saying that, that the series doesn't begin until somebody wins on somebody's <laughs> until a until a home or away team loses? Well, I guess the series started the the, the, top, the moment that Miami beat Boston, and now. Boston has officially made it a series back by winning by winning back in Miami or winning. I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain that, right? <laughs> These days because it's just one of those odd odd things now. But I think you understand what I'm what I'm what I'm truly trying to say is that Boston saved their saved their season with that win. Without that win, it was going to be a foregone conclusion that the Boston Celtics were going to go home. I don't think anybody had any doubt about that. That if Miami went up 3-0 against... If they went up 3-0 against Boston, that I don't think anybody thought that the Miami Heat is going to lose four straight games after that. I don't think a team that is led by Jimmy Butler would allow that. And I say led by Jimmy Butler. Not with just Jimmy Butler on it. Led by Jimmy Butler would allow that. And a team coached by Eric Spokesha would allow that. And an organization ran by Pat Riley would allow that. And if they did, if that did happen, now that, that would have been an utter failure. But I kind of called Miami in five after seeing those first two games. I kind of think Miami still can pull this off. I, I mean, I don't mind if this, if this if this series goes longer, right? But as, as of right now, I'm calling, I'm still calling Miami in five. 
knew you, you knew that Boston was gonna win one game. Didn't know if it was gonna be the the third game or the fourth game. Looks like it's the third game. After this, I see the Boston Celtics taking on taking home the next two games. <laughs> and I'm gonna like like this game was big. Like this is this is just big, and <laughs> this game is just bigger than big. Like, but we're gonna see the next. Game. I think the next game should be. Is it tonight? Is the next game tonight? Let's see what's popping up on today's schedule. Uh, wait, wait, wait. What's today? So next game is tomorrow. I'm gonna assume that Miami plays tonight because they didn't play tonight. When when is their next game? The 23rd? Wednesday? That can't be. Tuesday is the... Yeah. So we had a game last night. So I guess we're going to skip over... Monday Night Football night, I guess they said. And they'll pick back up on Tuesday and Wednesday. This is interesting. This is interesting. That's very interesting. It looks like we have a game on the 20th. A game on the 22nd. Well, game on the 20th was yesterday. Tuesday is where we're going to catch game three of Denver versus LA. Look like So it looks like that they'll be having an extended rest. And then they play again on Wednesday? For game three? For the Miami Heat? And, uh, yeah, game four. On the 23rd. Hmm. That's interesting. They got a really good break because that's Saturday till... That's from Saturday... Is that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday? You're gonna get a three-game break. That's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be real interesting because Denver, LA isn't getting this kind of break. I mean, kind of, sort of, because they played Sunday, right? No, they played again on. They're, not, they're playing again on Tuesday, and then they must not. Okay, so what I'm gonna assume then. Is that we'll have a game Tuesday, Wednesday. They're not gonna wanna fuck with just like that's like gonna not fuck with Monday night football. They're not gonna fuck with Thursday night football as well. So no basketball on Monday as we really have football, just tonight. Tuesday we're gonna have basketball. Right, that's gonna be that's gonna be the Lakers game. Wednesday we're gonna have basketball. That's gonna be the Boston game. We're probably not gonna have any basketball on Thursday because of Thursday night football. Friday will probably be game four. Friday night will probably be game four for the Lakers. Right? And then Saturday night will end up being game five for the Boston Celtics. Nobody will play Sunday, maybe even Monday again. And they'll pick back up on Tuesday. I don't know. Like, this is weird. But you can definitely see that the NBA is definitely trying to stay away from... Stay away from football. As we see that this is about to end on the gram, which means that we're about to end this pretty soon as well. 
I, I, I listen, we'll give you a little bit bonus content here on on on, on the podcast as that ends as as, as we about to say goodbye. <laughs> oh man, that's on the, that's on the gram. We're saying goodbye on the gram. Lakers, Denver, right? I just have to get to this. Actually, you know what? There's gonna be no basketball game on tonight. We'll start off tomorrow's show. Talk about the Lakers and that Denver game, as I'm still as I'm watching it again right now, and how that game ended because that's where the excitement's at. <laughs> Denver put up a, a much better effort, even though even though. They were losing by as many as 16 points at one point in time in this game. It was a lot closer than that. We're going to talk about this tomorrow, live, right here on the podcast. Again, at 12-ish, so 12.07 p.m., you're going to catch me, the whole host, everybody else. And trust me, we're still working on that. We're still working on those Tuesdays for you guys. Still working on the Tuesdays. That and more on the Mighty Sports, Mighty Sports Podcast. Thank you again for listening. Listen, as, as I like to as I like to quote the famous Wale, right? Let the optimism of tomorrow be your foundation for today. And we are out of here. Sorry, B. I tried. Honest. All the bandwidth in the world couldn't keep me contained. Okay. No lag. No lag. Gonna share my talents with Podbean Live. Always knew I'd take the pod there. Just a lot later than a lot of listeners thought. Last of the real gabbers. Well, maybe not the last. Munchkin got good mic skills. New. Improved. My T podcaster. Potting down now. Last call for drinks. Bars closing. Sun's out. Heard the casino got a buffet breakfast. Don't want to go far. Wild night. Tired B. My teeth. end this for real, huh? My bad.